This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Just a few days ago, it was the anniversary of a significant Civil War battle, a historic battle that took place right here in Missouri. We'll hear about that. And as a part of our series with the Missouri veterans, we'll talk to a Navy seaman who served in the 1960s and how he served with what he says, a group of guys from St. Joe. A mid-Missouri group is helping new and old video gamers level up. The Hunt family, the same family that owns the Chiefs, operates Hunt Midwest. The company's prize location is an underground business complex that is comprised of 14 million square feet. Cameron Connor is with the director of sales, Ryan Tompkins, to talk about this large underground business complex called the Subtropolis. It was an active limestone mine um, that they were extracting limestone out for construction purposes. And that was really started in the early 1940s. Um, and it was in operation before Hunt Midwest was really who we are. And before the Hunt family moved up from Texas into Kansas City. And when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, Lamar Hunt wanted to put roots down in Kansas City and and really show to Kansas City that he was part of the, the community, part of who they were. And part of that was buying land. And, and uh, part of that land was underneath was the limestone mine at the time. Um, wasn't called Subtropolis. It that really the name came after uh, we started re-utilizing it into a commercial complex as it is now, um, and that was in the '60s. And so, you know, there were decades that it was truly just a a, a mining operation. Um, once the Hunt family took it over, um, they really started looking at it in terms of what it could be um they actually they st- they stored the mining equipment underground in in the early portions of the underground and and saw the advantages of that and then it it grew from there into um storing some ford motor vehicles to get out of the way of of weather of hail and different storms that the midwest provides and and then saw the benefits of the climate here that it's consistent. Um, and then that attracted Pillsbury and, and Russell Stover at a certain time. And, and that was really in the mid sixties that that took place. And that was really the aha moment. Like we got something here, let's turn this into something. Not that they r- imagined that we would be at eight over 8 million square feet of, of least commercial space, but they said, Oh, we got something here. Let's see what the market generates. And um, the market generated, as I said, eight million square feet of commercial light industrial uh, space underground in Subtropolis. That's eight million square feet of the total fourteen million square feet that we can build out in its entirety. Okay, so we're we're over halfway there. We are honestly the world's largest commercial underground storage development. Highly impressive. So. The problem is we're underground, and so we're, you know, in, in bad terms, we're the best-kept secret, which we don't want to be uh, kept, but we're the best-kept secret because no one can see us, visualize us. Uh, if we are on the surface, it would be a large uh, development. Yeah, I, I think it, uh, it would catch a lot of eyes of, you know, yeah. the potential right. of 14 million square feet above ground right. was visible to the right. human eye. But that's also the magic about it, and so h- how exactly— 
does that work? Before we get into some examples of bringing it to today of who's all there and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that's a lot, but mm-hmm. yeah. going to the 14 million, is is the goal to just build it out as fast as possible or is this, or is it as soon as the business comes through? How, how does that work? Yeah, so that's a great, great question. We don't build unless it's necessary. Um, we don't build until the market tells us to, but that being said, we've always hovered, not always, but you know, in, in, um, in real estate times, we've always, we've hovered around the 80 to 90% occupancy. Um, some vacancy is good for business because you want to dr- attract companies. Uh, too much vacancy is bad because then you don't, you're not bringing generating revenue and you have to pay out of pocket for um, the operating expenses. Um, but we really build with the need. Um, we can, this year we're going to deliver close to 800,000 square feet of uh, buildings to be leased. Um, and we're still at 95% occupied, occupied. So there isn't a lot of vacancy once pretty much once we build, we either have a tenant that's already been with us expand, or we've attracted companies nationwide and worldwide that are looking to come to the, uh, come to the United States and then in turn come to Kansas City and then in turn come to Hunt Midwest. And if you've tuned in late to this conversation, no worries. Just search Show Me Today wherever you get your podcast. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We're here with Ryan Tompkins. He's the director of sales and leasing for Hunt Midwest in the Kansas City area. And the topic today is Subtropolis. It's an underground business complex that has over 14 million square feet of potential usage, with a little north of 8 million square feet currently in use. Okay, and in turn, talking about some of those companies, what are some general examples of companies that are there and also, I guess, give an array? Because I know that there's a vast variety of different companies that come. We generally deal, attract, I guess, um, document storage groups that are looking for consistent climate and temperature. Uh, We work with a number of pharmaceutical and animal health, Kansas City being part of the animal health corridor. We've attracted companies that have moved to Kansas City for that and then in turn moved into the underground because again, the the climate conditions. And um, interestingly enough, with animal health and pharmaceutical, some of the companies have pretty tight temperature sensitivities that they have to adhere to because of the product. Um, and those companies can provide those temperature sensitivities and, and requirements without additional capital expenditure for HVAC. So, again, the operating costs are so much lower than they would be on the surface. Um, and then we also work with a number of uh, automotive groups that either support Ford or GM. Um, a lot of those are called upfitters that when the transit ban started being produced in Kansas City in 2014, uh, these were net new jobs and net new companies coming to Kansas City that had never been here before and they wanted to be in close proximity to Ford. And we allowed them to have true throughput with their vehicles coming in and either transforming the van into a rolling office or wrapping the van with different uh, different commercial companies as you see on the road, um, all outside of the weather um, and then in, the, in the, the appropriate conditions year round. So they're not working when it's 20 degrees outside and they're not working when it's 100 degrees outside. It is a constant 65, 72 in their environment. So it's ideal for them. Um, And we also have a number of government entities from the Postal Service, from the NARA National Archives and Records Administration to EPA. So we run a full gamut of of, of groups. And then just, you know, warehousing distribution in general, like e-commerce groups. 
One thing that you've brought up numerous times now, you've talked about climate control. Does this mm -hmm. come from the cave naturally with some of its aspects because it's underground? Is, is it just completely weather maintained because of, well, for one, obviously, it being completely underground? How does that work? And it kind of umbrellas into a larger overall question. What does it take to maintain this place? Well, it's a, uh, a great point. So the first question, yes, the just the natural environment of the underground, um, it holds its environment. So when we build a building, it's a constant in the in the uh, environment, in the underground environment, it's a constant 65, 72 degrees year round. Each building has its own HVAC where they, as I talked about the pharmaceutical animal hall, they can adjust their temperatures as they need for their product. But in general, once the building is enclosed and they operate, majority of the companies don't really have to run the HVAC because it, it it's a, a natural insulator. The, the underground is a natural insulator uh, for their environment. So we're not competing with the heat. We're not competing with the cold. It is all um, kind of a one large office complex where it's all conditioned. Uh, so the whole warehouse is conditioned, um, not just the office. You mentioned that it is one of the world's and especially Missouri's best kept secrets, the country's best kept secrets because of not only everything it's already doing, but the potential of growth that it has for the future. Are there other companies that have started to explore into stuff like this? Are there other areas around the nation that have the potential to do things like this? Or is Subtropolis itself and the facilities it has, is it something that it doesn't come around that often and you might have quite literally not actually struck gold, but you see what I'm trying to say there in the yeah, right, department? right. Well, it's really what Mother Nature gave us and the, the rock formation that was left here millions of years ago. Um, Kansas City is unique in that, that we have these the limestone rock formations that we have. Um, Subtropolis is is separate because the, the density of the rock that we're built out of provides a true rock-solid foundation. There isn't any water that comes through. You don't have water leaks. It all runs off the face. Um, it is a true rock-solid foundation that uh, could give our tenants and, and their employees a peace of mind. Um, Kansas City, at one point in time, 10% of the commercial industrial environment was in underground uh, locations. There are a number of other 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 underground locations in Kansas City, um, but not to the size that we are. Outside of Kansas City, there are some locations in the Springfield area. There are locations. There's a location in the Pennsylvania area. Just different areas that have uh, the rock that uh, other organizations, other groups have uh, built out. Similar. Gotcha. Now this uh, this business has definitely brought a new meaning to between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> it's, right. right. Yeah. It's, right. it's literally like the exact opposite of the phrase. But I mean, it's right. <laughs> no, it's, right. No, that's awesome. Well, Anna. This so is great. we we like to call it rock solid security. You come down here um, <laughs> and you don't have to worry about a thing. We are uh, a very secure facility, very secure with our security and staff that uh, we take pride in and that's why uh, we've been able to uh, attract new groups and we really haven't lost any new tenants or tenants in the once they come they they like to stay ryan tompkins with hunt midwest this is show me today the voice of missouri